and mahalo for joining me. I'm Janet and welcome to the Call to Create podcast. I'm so happy that you're here and I have a special treat for you. I have an interview that I did with Dana Irvine, who is the creator of divinewellness.com and she also has her own podcast too. But she actually teaches women about taking care of themselves and she in this interview she talks about her fourfold foundation and she's a thermographer by trade and she shares some really amazing things that I wanted to share with you because as we start this new year I want you ladies to take care of yourself and she has some really amazing things for you to do and there are some things that I've never heard before and there are things that I've heard before but I never really understood so she goes into detail about what it is and how to do it and how to take care of yourself especially if you're older and you're not in your 20s and 30s you know you and I we really have to take care of ourselves in such a different way now so I hope you enjoy this interview it was so interesting this is one of my favorite interviews I've done in a long time because I need to take care of myself and I want to offer you ladies this opportunity to learn other ways that you can take care of yourself other than what you hear people just say exercise and all of that so let's get started enjoy the interview okay aloha and welcome I have a special guest today and her name is Dana Irvine and she is a divine woman in so many ways and you'll find out why as she shares her story and welcome Dana. Thank you so much Shannon. Thank you. It's such a pleasure uh, sharing between ourselves and our, our people right. It's honestly an honor. Um, yes I am Dana Irvine and yes I am a wise divine woman. Um, I have um, I am a health coach, but I'm also a clinical thermographer. So I get to talk to women about some interesting topics, but then I also get to integrate a lot of different people and different um, scenarios with, with different, you know, depending on what I see in thermography. But when I'm coaching women on hormone health, it's again, also some great topics come up right? And as you know, like listening to the podcast, we do talk about sex or libido or breasts or vaginas or all these great things that sometimes maybe your mama didn't talk to you about or um, even the church doesn't talk about. So those are just things. And the one thing I love doing is talking to women in 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 a full circle perspective, and especially for busy CEO women, Uh, or busy entrepreneurs, or even mom who are trying to hustle and just survive, keep above water, right? And um, so, I mean, I love using thermography. I know you have thermography there on the island, but it's hard to say what they do and how they use it. But when you're looking at your body from a a full perspective, it's it's always that spirit, mind, body, nutrition, that fourfold (laughs) system of life that you want to uh, focus your health upon. And it's not, you know, and it's a balance, right? It's, go ahead. I was just going to say, so explain to people who don't know what thermography is. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. Thermography is an infrared study of the body through an infrared camera. And it's a non-contact, non-evasive 
uh, approach where the camera is mapping out your heat signature on the body. So just the same as the industrial on the island, you, you have uh, inspectors who would look at buildings with infrared cameras looking for hot spots or cold drafts, mm -hmm. or you have your military going out into the mountains looking with their infrared cameras looking for uh, lost people, right? Or uh, those types of things, right? So you're still looking at that from the same aspect with the body. So you're looking for hot spots and cold drafts to the body. And with thermography, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, they used to use it alongside mam uh, mammograms. Uh, they didn't have the right people to interpret it or how to utilize that information at the same time. So then they kind of took it away. It's always been sort of deemed that alternative to a mammogram, right, which it really right. isn't. It's an adjunctive, right? It's an adjunctive tool. You use it to see the physiology or the metabolic process of the body or the breast in conjunction with blood work or mammograms or x-rays or those types of things because you're not just a singular cell mm -hmm. you're mm -hmm. everything you're you're all of it your body is just you know ebbs and flows and how you're managing stress and how your digestive system looks so let's say for instance you're going to use like a, a upper body study which I love using as part of my practice at before and after in their living transformation programs. And this is a in clinic. So you're looking at everything from the top of your head to your pubic bone, tailbone, right? Incorporate that type of idea. So if you don't have thermography, that's okay. But know that if you are having issues with the thyroid, we can see that if it's not working, it's blue, it's congested. If it's overworking, it's red and inflamed. Same as the liver. Let's say fatty liver disease may be really making the liver look super blue or you had no idea it's not functioning well um, or the liver would be red. And this, you know, just to kind of over the top of the body, a hot, hot mess mama is speckled <laughs> with red spots all over her body. And that's usually estrogens or cortisol, that hormone imbalance that we talked about. But wow. anyways, so thermography is a super fascinating opportunity to really kind of look at how you're managing your stress. Now, I work with a company that works with the International Thermography Association, and we still work in it with it, uh, the American one, but it's a really great company. It's a great program. Um, and our interpreter is top notch. So, um, and then I just go over the report with my clients. So I do this for a company in New Jersey. I do that for a company here in Canada. And I go over your report with you and help you find and utilize. So I've always kind of, even if you don't have that aspect, um, you don't have those tools need you, nor do you have the extra money to do so. Always focus your time on looking at your body, not just as a symptom or as I'm going to react. We have to be proactive, not reactive. In, in a proactive, you're looking at how is my mind? How is my body? How is my my foundation, my spirituality, but how is my nutrition? And this sets the stage and the foundation, not just for you and for longevity, right? But it really sets the stage for your family, your husband's longevity, where you're setting the foundation up for your kids as well. Um, and being having them, because our hormonal life, our menopause, our periods start, like they honestly start in the womb, in my, your mother's womb, but oh. really you're setting the stage in your, in your preteens, 
So, you know, how much exposure you got to chemicals or, or how much junk food that you ate really sets the stage as how your periods are going to be when you're a teenager. And this is why you see this rise in miscarriages with, with young women right now because of all of these environmental toxins, all of these xenoestrogens, all of these um, things that we've sort of kept accumulating along the way, right? And all of this junk food. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, that it makes sense. Yeah. So it's just trying to get women to realize that they need to become legacy makers, not only just, you know, because they're awesome, but this really does set the stage for their kids' health and then their grandkids' health. Right. So that's why I love talking about these topics. Right. Yeah. It so. is so fascinating. Like I can listen to you all day, just share all the knowledge that you have about what you do. And that's yeah. why I wanted you to come on my podcast because I I talk only to women. And I mean, unless there's a smart man out there who wants to listen, that would be yeah. fine. But I yeah, want yeah. to share with, with my listeners who are women, you know, all the things that they need to be aware of and take and, and how to take care of themselves because we live in a toxic and stressful <laughs> world. And it's hard to think right. about you know, all the things that you have to do as a woman. And then sometimes women are so overwhelmed with what they have to do and their health that, that they're not paying attention to their creative gifts, which is what I, I mainly focus on is getting women to acknowledge their creative gift and use it and do something great with it. And it's really, really hard when you're not feeling good and you're stressed. It's super hard. Yeah. So, I, so, I mean, when we're, when we're looking at things, so let's just start with like that fourfold system, which is an easy system to sort of look at things. And when you're looking at your spirituality and you're looking at your soul, the soul work, mm -hmm. you need to have a solid foundation in something. And I can't say what, you know, that's your own thing to figure out. But knowing that gives you that solidness. I love how people coy the word of grounding, right? Oh, I've got to get grounded. And I really think that truly means they don't have faith to stand on. So whether it's God or whether it's their own God or whether it's Buddha, whomever they, they believe, it does. they need to know that there is a solid foundation to stand upon. Yes. And that really gets people firm and good. Okay, mm -hmm. I got that. Spending that time in a moment of prayer or spending that time in a moment of um, meditation, breathing and pausing, right? That's right. why praise music uh, or listening to music also helps soothe the soul because again, it's just the way it's designed. The, mm -hmm. the music behind the is designed to calm or uplift, right? Right. When you're looking at your mind, that element of how is my stress level? How can I take care of myself? Oxygen mask first, always oxygen mask first. Like they say it on the airplanes, they aren't kidding. You really need to do it about life. You're going to be no good to your kids or your family or your husband. Right. right. Nothing left in the cup if you aren't taking care of yourself first. So it's always just those little tiny things you can do. So breathing, uh, managing your stress a bit better. Um, that mental fatigue journaling is so important 
And it's just like, you know, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got to write all this down and how much I eat and blah, blah, blah. No. If you ate something different, how did you feel? How was your mood? How did you sleep that night? Where did I put my keys? You know, the, um, and understanding, you know, how your bowel movement was the next day. All these things are really important to the bigger picture of things because sure, you can eat a pizza and have no side effects, nothing. You will feel fantastic because there's joy associated with that pizza and you're eating it with your family and you're having connection. Now, 10 pizzas a week, of course, is gonna, we all know. <laughs> have a little bit of COVID-20 building on us, but it's that, it's those association with things. So journaling kind of allows you to um, experience the emotional, mental impact of what life is bringing forth to you and what food brings to you and what you're bringing to the table. Um, also, it helps you identify the triggers that are causing you that that uh, mental fatigue also journaling at the beginning of the day or the end of the day the beginning of the day you're setting your intentions the end of the day you're dumping you're dumping that mental down onto paper so that you can have a, a, a that rest so your mind's not trying to remember the list right yeah so these I are just some really quite cool often in my podcasts about how women need to write things out and not keep mm -hmm. it all in their head yeah, yeah, it's impossible, right? Mm -hmm. And I wasn't kidding about the keys. When you're getting into menopause, girls, you're going to forget things. So just know it, accept it, honor it. You know, we're going through a transition and that's okay. Um, when you're talking about the body, it's taking care and doing that self-care. So if you're a busy entrepreneur and you're busy shuffling and hustling and carrying on, stretching, it doesn't need to be yoga. It can be anything. You can do Tai Chi. You can do Qigong. You can do, you know, there's all sorts of different things you can do. Pilates. And if you want to go kickboxing, then do it, right? That's a good stress relief. But it's that self-care moment of breath and breathing, movement and fluidity that allows the body to keep working better. Because, girl, we're not thinking now. We're thinking when we're 50, 60, 70. Yeah. Right? And then we've got to go back pedal, back pedal. Oh, my hips are hurting. Back pedal, I'm going to fall, right? So where do I, you've got to start thinking in that aspect. If I'm doing Pilates for 10 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day, I'm going to improve my chances of not falling when I'm 70, right? Yeah. I'm going to be able to bend over and play with the grandchildren when I'm 60. That's how we have to think at 50. That's how we have to think at 40. And, and those types of things and changing your nutrition, honestly, you need to follow your intuition. You need to follow your gut because I can say to you, eat cucumbers, tomatoes, green lettuce <laughs> and all these things, but they, it may be the worst thing for you. So understanding how your body's functioning and that's how sort of, you know, thermography sort of helps out as well, because we can see where there's deficiencies happening. You may not be able to digest vegetables, oh. right? You're lacking those enzymes right? So steaming them, or perhaps if you follow the blood type diet, then, then you know you're supposed to only eat fish, not, not red meat, or maybe just red meat and vegetables. There's so many different aspects to look at food, and we really need to break this diet mentality. There's a need for diet. If you're diseased or obese, yes, of course, jump into something that's going to be 
quick and or repairing or to turn things, turn the tide. But in longevity aspect of things, you need to eat things that are local, that are close to home, that are the most nutritious, the best. If it's homegrown, great. If it's organic, even better. And if you can't do that, then just wash your vegetables. Yeah. Buy it as soon to date as you can, right? And do those things that are that aren't being shipped from all over the world. You can't help it, but you know, those are things that are fantastic as well. And you have to give thanks for the food that you've received. Absolutely. Right. So yeah. in that aspect, nutrition is super important, but you also need to receive the nutrition and be thankful for that. Um in a, a, when I first started my journey of, of coaching, it came from a place of wanting to get my family back to the table, right? Mm-hmm. And love that. Yeah. So I've always wanted and to encourage moms and encourage women, especially even CEO moms, right? Big, busy entrepreneur moms, don't miss this nugget of, of time at the table. Yeah. COVID is sort of a blessing in disguise. You, you're kind of forced to be home. You're not running the kids everywhere. You can't go to the meetings, although Zoom really is, is a life sucker. But it's that when you're, when you're a businesswoman and yeah. you have, you know, or you're have running business from home, you are then booked into meetings all day long, right? right. And, um, but take the time. So in taking the time to set the table and to prepare the food and to teach your kids how to cook and share that intimate time with your husband, Mm -hmm. uh, you are creating a legacy of changes and positive positivity about eating and around eating, not only just for yourself, breaking those limitations that you have for yourself about food, but you're also setting an example for your, your, your children, your daughters, and even your husband. Those are cherished times together at the table where we give thanks right? And where we actually get to connect and spend time together. And, you know, it's a point of bringing, um, and this kind of pulls it all together, sort of. Um, There's a point of having communion at the table every day. It's not for church. It's not for, it's really not meant to do it once a month. It is and it isn't. But, you know, you need to have communion at your table every day. That doesn't mean you have to confess. It doesn't mean you have to do these things, but you're actually breaking bread and you're sharing, um, you know, you're sharing a part of things together. Yeah. And yeah. it's learning how to communicate with one another so that you're not sitting with anxiety or hatred or bitterness, mm-hmm. even to the people that are at the table. So in teaching that and understanding that sort of component of the, you know, getting people back to the table um, and life should not be as stressful. If you need to order the fresh box or the, or whatever, order food in that that's okay. Right. But it's that communion time at the table where you're actually laughing, enjoying each other and doing those. It's important to then also make sure that there is no stress or anxiety or bitterness that's being held before you eat. And do you know why that is? You know, you share with us. Yeah, I miss that when my kids were little and we all sat at the mm -hmm. table. I mean, all my kids are adults now. So I really miss that. 
it's true right and then yeah and and now that thanksgiving is coming up for you and it's going to be hard but you need to come to the table even uh bringing prayer back to the table yes it can be just a point of meditation it doesn't matter what your your faith belief is Mm -hmm. there needs to be a point of deep breathing and there needs to be a point of uh prayer giving thanks and so that not only you're welcoming and preparing a table, you need to get yourself out of fight or flight. You are not going to digest your food if you're stressing out, ah. if you're angry, if you have bitterness, if you have unforgiveness, if you're thinking about everything else than being present at the table your digestive enzymes are not going to be released out of the body because it's it's not important, right? Because your mind is still fighting the bear. You're still running away from the, you know, you're, you're, you're fighting the bear. That's even that low-grade work stress that you carry every single day is, is enough to not cause your body to digest your food. You'll instantly bloat. You'll be hard. You'll swell. You won't digest. Your bowel movements will be either like explosive or they're going to be sporadic or they're going to be dazed. I've never heard anyone explain it like that. Yeah. That yeah. It's a real enlightening. It's, it's incredible. And that's why it's so amazing. Like, don't worry about the diet, girl. Don't, don't. I mean, yeah, if you need to, that's great. But you've got to manage your stress. Yes. Yeah. Your I sleep agree. patterns are, are all messed up, right? Mm-hmm. And there's always those great habits, but these are really core foundational understandings of these little silly things you thought your parents or your grandparents were teaching you. You didn't like, oh, yeah, we've got to pray at the table, but no, you have to breathe, right? You have to sit. You have to take a few deep breaths. You have to give thanks and pause, mm-hmm. right? Whatever that is. Um, But as believers, we have to give reverence to God. We have to be thankful for the people who provided our food for us. We need to, you know, just allow things to come down. But that brings our cortisol levels down. That allows our stomach to digest. It allows things to just work as it should. Wow, that was so beautifully put. That is incredible. Thank you for sharing that because yeah. now as I'm, I get older, I do find that my stomach feels funny a lot more often now. As I yeah, get I mean, the raw food is great. Don't get me wrong. But if you're having trouble um, digesting, then grab uh, an enzyme, a digestive enzyme that's for plants or for, for vegetables, right? As we age, as women, as we age, things just don't work as they should, right? It's just the way things are. So adding a digestive enzyme, and there's different ones. So you can have one with a broad spectrum. If you don't have a gallbladder, you need a digestive enzyme. So the, um, but there's different, there's enzymes for proteins. There's, you know, there's enzymes for plant matter. There's enzymes for milk proteins, things like that. Um, and, and, and it can depend, maybe your liver, your, your liver's taxed out, right? It's burdened, it's fatty, it's, it's trying to process some infection that's happening in your body you don't know about. Your pancreas can be just overburdened with um, sugar regulation and too much protein and all these different things. But so it's just that really, when you dig in deep, 
it's just understanding what you need to do. Perhaps steaming the vegetables is much easier. You may find that to be much easier, but looking, you know, at, at that fourfold system, right? So one, your foundation of your spirituality and or under having some faith in something, right? Um, to us, it's God. So it's making sure we have that good foundation. Yes. If you're looking at that mental aspect, make sure that you have your stress in check, right? Okay. Do not be ashamed to ask for help. Do not be ashamed to um, talk to somebody if you're mentally not good, right? It is hard. If you can't do it, ask for help, hire it out. That's a lesson that we're going to have to learn down the road, right? Hire somebody to do something and, um, and that's okay, right? Because that's that aspect. Nutrition, in that nutrition component, understand and journal. Find things that, are, that bring joy to your heart, right? That food, that nurturing, that savoriness, scent, uh, tantalize all the different senses of the body with food. Yeah. But please yeah. pause and reflect at the table, right? Pray so that you can digest your food, right? That is so and then, I don't know. I have to say that again, that I've yeah. never heard anybody put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's important. It's, you know, as you're researching it, understanding it, when they don't talk about it with prayer, prayer is always that reference and uh, a reverence to God or the, you know, giving thanks and da, 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 da. But many people are like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Okay. Um, but to, uh, when you say meditate, right, if you say meditate, um, then you then it goes into there. So the psychological aspect of things or the physiological part of the body allows that cortisol to come that calm it down. You're not fighting the bear anymore. It's gone away. You get to pause, you get to eat, you get to slow down. So anyways, that's, that's the fun. That's one thing. And then the body, right? So the body needs to move. You need to do self-care as well, right? So you need to be dry brushing the body. Dry, there's a million dry brushing videos I on YouTube. Have, but I don't know what that yeah. is. So the dry brushing is just one of those little little brushes. Like it can be natural hair. It can be whatever. It can be a short brush, long brush. Doesn't doesn't matter. You're doing it on the dry skin though. You're not like a loafah in the shower. Uh, it's dry. You're, and then it's, just sweeping, you can do the entire body. I like just talking about, cause I want women to be a little more proactive, everything from here to the breasts, to the belly, um, because all of your lymphatic system is located like, source all over the body, but you're trying to move the lymphatic system, which is located just underneath the surface of the skin. And that's your sewage system. Every single, uh, your white blood cells, all the, everything all gets dumped dumps all the garbage, all the bacteria, viruses, toxins into the lymphatic system. Our tight bras are sitting at the desk for eight hours, are um, not moving like we should be, Does stops the movement of the lymphatic system. We don't have that. It doesn't have a heart to move it. That's why rebounding and swimming and walking and lymphatic massage, uh, hot and cold contrast showers, infrared sauna, dry brushing are all really important for the support of your immune system. So I just want to say, because people listening, Dana was actually showing brushing of her, the top of her arm. Yeah. So in gentles, I always forget that gentle sweeping motions, mm -hmm. gentle sweeping motions that end up at the heart. Oh, you want to go clockwise and counterclockwise in gentle sweeping circles over your entire body, 
bringing it all into the sternum or to the heart area. It then gets collected and processed through the spleen. Then it gets put through the liver kidney for removal. Wow. Right? There are many different herbs that can help you with that, but really just the physical aspect of trying to dry brush the body, there's really no right way or wrong way. So if you Google this girls, there's gonna be hundreds of videos. Just pick <laughs> one, just pick one. You know, right? I should have asked you in the beginning of this interview, but maybe now is a perfect time because how did you get to do what you're doing? Like, did you set out, did you know from when you were in college that this is what you wanted to do? Like what you're doing is so, so needed. Like you have said mm -hmm. so many things I've never heard of before. And it's yeah, yeah. so what yeah. got you to do what you're doing? So I am a hospitality girl. I was a restaurant manager. You know, I, that's, that's what I do. And I, before actually I started this, I did a lot of bartending and catering and doing private homes and chef work and stuff like that. But, um, as we age, that party's got to kind of slow down a little bit. So I, um, we moved to where we are now in Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. And, um, I was lucky enough to have a cousin who's a naturopath here. And he really wanted someone who could remember people's names and <laughs> serve them coffee and tea, make polite conversation, remember their families, right? Just that, 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 that level of service that's needed in every industry that's missed, right? So I was there for eight years and what a blessing it was, honestly. So, um, so much time spent with, and it was a busy, it's a very, still a very busy oncology clinic um, and it's naturopathic care. So I would be walking through um, their protocols with them at the end of their appointment with the naturopath mm -hmm. and helping them with their nutrition, helping them find the clues, helping them find chiropractors, helping them with that as well. So um, that's where that started. In the midst of that, my sister um, was diagnosed with brain cancer. And so in that journey, um, I couldn't come and join her. I couldn't be part of that first half because they live six hours away, right? So three times around your island, away. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I couldn't be part of the chemo care or bringing food or doing those things, but I sent her everything I could, right? So she was, her diet had changed, her nutrition had changed, um, all of those things. Uh, which are really important for cancer care, right? Uh, so it was great. And it went into remission. But at that point, she couldn't do um, any more radiation and she couldn't do any more chemo either. Wow. So um, in the first year or so, um, she really learned, she taught herself, she's stubborn. Oh my gosh. Um, taught herself how to write again, how to read properly, how to walk properly, all these great fantastic phenomenal things right um and then two years ago it came back again oh, and it came right back as a glioblastoma or astros astrocytoma um so it comes up and it was in her cerebral back of the brain and kind of heading towards in brain um but i got to spend that time with her so as i traveled across ontario doing thermography once a week every month that final week I'd be spending with her and their, my family and everybody. So it was such a unique opportunity. And it's during this time that I realized there has to be a way to help women 
prevent illness. Yeah. There has to yeah. be a way to recognize that it's not right to have horrible, painful, bloody periods, right? It's not right that, you know, your gut causes issues, right? The gut realizes these things. So it's just these little tiny things and stress management um, is so important. But then, so that's where that all came from, right? And my life kind of spiraled anyways after she passed and and uh, we got to spend beautiful time at hospice together. And, but it's hard. It's hard having a sister or a parent or someone super close pass away. Yeah. And that's yeah. again, another honoring experience that I'm sure I'm going to start walking in and talking about in my future is that the grace of dying and, and being part of that. But the journey right now is, is that, yeah, I was truly honored to be part of the last portion of Deanna's life uh, in a, in a more bigger capacity than just as a sister. Right. So we really got to spend some great time together and um, how important it is. And these moms, you, you moms out there will know the importance of getting your life together because as much as it's so much fun being empty nesters, we were preparing ourselves to take care of our parents as well. Right. It's a, it's a short window. It's a short window. Mm -hmm. So you have to put the oxygen mask on first. Right. So that my whole thing right now is trying to get all this crazy stuff that's in my head out so people can be more proactive, understand that, you know, it's a fourfold way of life. Right. And, um, our faith is fourfold. You know, you have to be long and be part of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, you, but a fourfold foundation, how you address things is, is, is not just, it, you have to take time. And um, so that's basically how that sort of started. And that's sort of where I am right now. And you're just in the beginning, I guess, the beginning part of things, right? I do, I, I just love talking to women. I love being insightful. Right. And I'm, I love trying to connect them to their local community. Right. As much good as it is, you know, if you're suffering, find that integrated practitioner, find that holistic practitioner who can physically touch you or physically have that aspect of things. It's not, I mean, as a, as a nutrition coach, you can do that anywhere in the world. As a business coach, you can do that anywhere in the world. And right. that's the phenomenal right. thing about it. Right. Mm -hmm. But there is that element of touch that still needs to happen. Yeah. So massage. Yeah. You know, uh, even Lomi Lomi massage, uh -huh. so good, <laughs> and so so good. But um, it's important, and that's that whole self care, the chiropractic body, or osteopathic, or someone Thai Thai massage, that movement, that stretching. Um, you may think that oh, I don't have time for these things. These things are so important to the foundation of your health for longevity right? Growing yeah. a garden, yeah. eating local, right? Connect with those people, support local farmers, do the food box program, right? Absolutely. Be part, yeah. be part of your local community, use your local practitioners to create a healthcare team beyond your medical doctor. Yeah, I agree. It's, totally. it's so important. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. me in a nutshell. That is so fantastic. Like I said in the beginning, you have so much wisdom and knowledge. Like I loved your message. 
and I want you to share with everyone how to get in touch with you because I hope they do. Oh, thanks. I want to continue learning from you. And Mm -hmm. like, I'm at the time in my life where I, I need a lot of help. (laughs) Yeah. It's just one thing at a time, right? Anyway, you know, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do one thing at a time. If I can just say, ladies, make sure you're always finding joy in your life. Yes. Manage your stress and uh, take care of your body. Do self-care, do massage, do lymphatic work, right? Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to touch your body. Don't let, don't be afraid to let your husband touch your body. But I mean, it's that, um, that component. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. I'm kind of in dabbling everywhere just to find <laughs> people. I love it. Um, my, my website is divine wellness. Um, my podcast is wise divine woman and you can reach the, the, the webpage that way anyways. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's and I'll it. put all of that in the show notes as well. Notes, yeah. But I hope all these women that are listening will get in touch with you so that they can continue learning how to take care of their physical bodies. And this Mm -hmm. is just so fascinating. And it's like one of those conversations that needs to happen again and again, because there's so many things to talk about. So I think in the future, I'm going to have to have you back and talk about more things. Yeah. Awesome. But thank thank you. you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure, honestly. I love jibber jabbering. So yeah (laughs) me too and you know i hope i wish you all the best in your business too thank you yeah you as well and i thank you aloha everyone all right take care dana thank you so much